Welcome to the fifth episode of Prima Donna, a comedy in six parts by yours truly, Nigel Holloway, performed by the Concept Players Theatre Company. When we left the members of the Off the Wall Theatre Company, everyone was relieved that Eva's tantrums at last seemed to be subsiding. But Richard and Barney are still blissfully unaware that a one-on-one -on -one rehearsal with Eva has nothing to do with rehearsing the show. Right, take a break everyone. We'll be restarting the rehearsal in ten minutes. Ah, Jack, there you are. Uh, sorry I'm late. Uh, no tantrums? Well, hints off, but nothing serious. I didn't know that she sees Eurydice as some sort of feminist icon. Does she? Yes. This show's obviously a musical version of the female eunuch. Uh, good job we're not doing The Wizard of Oz, then. Why? Uh, Judy Garland. Uh, she's an icon. Isn't she a gay icon? Oh, really? Or is that Liza Minnelli? Oh, but, but they're not gay, are they? Who understands these things? Anyway, I said feminist icon, not gay icon. You're hopeless, aren't you? I know, I know. She's really disappointed in me, Jack. Expected me to be an expert in every known form of perversion. You're a man. It's what you're supposed to do. Sorry, love. So now she has to teach me. Ooh, you can say that again. Oh, Aggie, do you remember Eva? Ah, oh, someone who can teach us all so much. Hello, Aggie dear. Hello, Eva. Uh, well, uh, I'll just see if I can uh, persuade someone to make me a cup of tea. How are you these days, Eva? Much the same, Aggie. Much the same. Really? As good as that. Aggie, I... I'd Not a word, Eva. Your little secrets are safe with me. As are yours with me, Aggie. Just so long as we understand each other, Eva, darling. Neither of us has anything to fear. <laughs> Indeed not. I look forward to working with you. Can't wait, darling. <laughs> I hear you have a new man in your life. No one you would be interested in, Eva. He's over 20. You remember my tastes, then. <laughs> How could I forget? Especially when they seem to coincide so exactly with my own. Even coinciding with the same man at the same time. I remember. Ah, oh, happy days. I remember it vividly, Eva. Darling. But you've forgiven me, haven't you, Petal? It was just a little peccadillo. Oh, yes. A very disappointing peccadillo, as I remember. Whatever happened to him? I divorced him. <laughs> yes, I remember. You always did have this inexplicable need to have a husband, didn't you? Oh, I got it out of my system. Eventually. I'm so glad. When was that, dear? After I'd had yours. Oh, oh yes. Uh, I remember now. That embarrassing scene. I wasn't the slightest bit embarrassed, dear. But... I wasn't the one wearing the cowboy hat and spurs and riding the bucking bronco. What was his name? <laughs> really, Aggie, you can't expect me to remember the names of all my husbands or of every piece of horse flesh I've taken for a canter. <laughs> no, the telephone directory is rather large. Mm -hmm. Do I detect claws, Aggie? Admiration, Eva. Nothing but admiration. <laughs> I see you've met young Richard. <laughs> A kindred spirit. Indeed he is. Just your type, Eva. Really? Oh, yes. He'll shag anything that moves. Well, anything in a skirt that moves. And you're speaking from experience? Oh, indeed I am. <laughs> what about that girl? What's her name? Christine. Oh, she's very broad-minded. You might say 
Extremely broad-minded. In what way? Well, let me put it this way. Whatever Richard gets up to, Christine is always there to join in, too. <laughs> you mean... I do indeed. It should be incredible fun for you. Yes. Not much of a challenge, I grant you. No. Mm-hmm. What did you use, by the way? The old diva trick? Feel my heart pounding in my breast. Well, as a matter of fact, I Yes, think... that would do it. He'd resisted for let me guess. He didn't. No, of course not. See, I told you, no challenge at all. But Barney, now, there's a different kettle of fish. Really? Oh, yes. Now, that would be a conquest. A real mountain to climb in every sense of the word, darling. I see what you mean. And, of course... There's the poetic element to consider. Which is? Well, you're playing the part Sharon should be playing. Oh, so she's the one in hospital. Yes, and he is very lonely. Perhaps some one-on-one rehearsals are such a difficult scene to bring off successfully. Uh, for the audience, of course. Oh, indeed. It'll require hours of rehearsal. You'll have to build a rapport between you. And it has to be authentic. None of your faked emotion. Of course. Oh, yes. Now, there's your real challenge, Barney. Mm. He's very good-looking in a masculine sort of way. Oh, he is. Not someone to show his emotions, but when the dam bursts, you'd better make sure you have your water wings I'll with you. I'll bear that in mind, darling. Thank you. I'm glad there's no hard feelings. We're kindred spirits, Eva. I know how you think. I know what you want. I know what makes you tick. With talent. You could even be me. <laughs> Darling. <laughs> Don't forget. Climb every mountain. Well, darling, I think I've got Richard off the hook. Which particular hook were you thinking of? Eva. What do you mean? Eva the man-eater, darling. I didn't know she was. But I do. Anything pretty in trousers is fair game for her. But I've got him out of her clutches. I didn't know he was in them. Well, neither did he. Well, he may well have been getting an inkling when she clutched his hands to her chest. What? And when she grabbed his head and held his face against her breasts. When exactly was this? Earlier this evening. Oh, don't be annoyed. He didn't have any option. She just grabbed him. Were you there? Well, no, but I have seen her do it before, so I know exactly what she would have said and done. You didn't stand a chance. Excuse me, I'm just going to go and have a word. No, 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 that's not the way. I told you, I've sorted it. She doesn't want him anymore. Why not? I told her I'd slept with him. You what? Oh, and with you too. What? Oh, it doesn't matter. It's all in yours and Richard's best interests. Now you've lost me. Never mind. You don't have to understand. Just don't react to Eva. Richard will be very disappointed when he realises that she's no longer interested in having private rehearsals <laughs> with him. But he'll get over it. It's Barney we have to warn. Barney? Why? Well, the only way to get her away from Richard was to feed Barney to her instead. Ah, but what's he got to say about it? Ah, uh, that's the point. He doesn't know yet. What? Look, just leave everything to me. It'll be fine, I promise. Okay, everyone, we're starting again. 
I think the chorus is all here, so we'll do the stuff in Act 4. That's page 58, Doris. The Hades Gallop, better known as the Can-Can. Here we go, two bars in and... You're in this too, Eva. No, darling, this is where I change my costume. Change costume? Yes, into my finale costume, my bacchanal outfit. Jack! Now, Jack, before you say anything, we agreed that I would play the part as it was set by Trevor Nunn at the English National Opera. And he was always very firm that Eurydice had to change costume to signify the transformation from the oppressed female slave to emancipated woman. We did lots of it by playing the subtext on the top, as we say, but the costume change was absolutely essential at that point. In the first place, you didn't play Eurydice at the English National Opera. You were in the chorus. And secondly, there is no other costume. There has to be, Jack. Otherwise, I'd be naked. No, you don't understand. We can't afford another costume for you. Surely not. Next, you'll be telling me that, that I won't get a photo spot on my own dressing room. Really, Jack, you're a wag. Okay, fine. Let's go back a bit. We'll go from the minuet. All right for this one, Eva? Well, actually... Good, I... good. Places, everyone. Where are you going, Eva? I enter down the steps, centre stage. <laughs> Jack! There aren't any steps, centre stage. There were last time I did this. They're traditional. Traditional? Yes. A la tradition de l'opera comique de Paris. Ah, I see. I think this might be my fault, Mike. I wasn't aware that there were such traditions, and obviously Eva hasn't quite got her head around our avant-garde version of the show. Oh, yes. Right, Jack. Avant-garde? But why didn't you say so, you silly boy? I had no idea. You must think me a real blonde, as they say. No, we didn't think you were a real blonde for a single moment. What was that, dear? Oh, nothing. A little avant-garde aside. So, Eva, avant-garde. Happy now? Yes, Jack. Wonderful. So, how shall I make my big entrance? <clears throat> we thought you would enter at the back. And the crowd would part as one, leaving me a triumphal path. And merge with the crowd... Uh, trying to look nondescript as one of the visiting gods and goddesses. Merge in? Nondescript? How is that avant-garde? Well, it... Actually, it's the uh, socialist, Marxist, political overtones. Not only has Eurydice come to self-realisation as a free woman, but she has also taken on board the revolutionary philosophy, at the time, of course, the philosophy of liberty, egality, fraternity, or in her case... Surete, or whatever the French advert for sisterhood is, this uh, requires her to sacrifice her special status as the um, sexual plaything of the gods, and she now despises this role. She has been forced to play out by the male-orientated hierarchy of gods, and uh, symbolises this by taking on the mantle of an equal member of the Olympian revolution in catering and wearing an egalitarian costume. Ah, I see. So my suffering will have come full circle. As I reject the bourgeois trappings of a concubine, a mistress to the gods, and become one of the common mob, renouncing my past hateful privileges in order to redeem myself as a, as a true individual in glorious poverty. That's it! I see. 
Let me think about that. Uh, so you see, in the spirit of this production, uh, avant-garde uh, as it is, uh, there can be no singling out, no preferential treatment, no follow spots, no individual dressing room, and no extra costumes. Yes, of course. It would be completely wrong. I am a symbol of the downtrodden working classes. I should be dressed in rags, my face dirty, raped and debased by the callous, cynical bourgeoisie. But my triumphant transformation into the lonely bacchanal symbolises the triumph of true social democracy over the corrupt and dying feudal system perpetuated by the gods. Oh, Jack! Jack, your vision, it's wonderful. It's got a dammerung and I'm Brunhilde. Well done, Jack. Same to you, Mike. Good teamwork. I'll see you in the pub. Hello. Oh, my God. Darlings, there you are. Get me a drink, someone. So, where are my shepherds? Or should I say, my neckline and needling? Oh, there you are. Oh, I could just eat you all up. And as for you, big bird. Oh, oh, thank you, darling. Well, bottoms up. And my nymphs. Oh, make room, make room. Oh, as we say, flesh and shift your bleeding ass. Uh, oh, there, now, darlings. Someone get me a cigarette, and I'll, it'll just be perfect. Yes? No cigarettes? <laughs> well, really, call yourselves thespians. Or should that be Arcadians? <laughs> just a joke, darlings? No? Oh, well. Please yourselves. Now, where were we? What was I talking about? Oh, yes. Nymphs, gather round, gather round, dears. Now, now, I think that you should really think about do this. I really, uh, do I really need to say anything? Not really. Big boy, or should I say Voltan? Shut up. Big boy, and I fully intend to, big boy. Shut up. <laughs> and no, I'm not getting jealous. My turn will come. When she finds out that you're no fun at all, she'll immediately turn back to the one real man around here who could take her on. And that would be? Ooh, sharp today. No, I'm just biding my time. And Christine? We'll be visiting her parents next weekend, and then I strike. Like a dissatisfied worker. <laughs> Very funny, I strike like a cobra. Like the snake in the grass, you really are. You're just jealous that you can't satisfy more than one woman at a time. Can't even satisfy one at the moment. And how is the lovely shower? Horny. So what's your problem? I tried to kiss her. She threw her arms round my neck and nearly knocked me out with her plaster cast. I see a problem. Couldn't you draw the curtains? Tried that. Nurse came in with a bedpan. So you invited her to join in? With a bedpan? Oh, Yeah. Sister Catheter, one of my favourite fantasies. I don't know what you're talking about. Sister Catheter, Nanny Whip, where have you been? Are you not as other men? Yes, I am, just not a pervert like you. Pervert is merely society's label for those who have the courage to tell the truth, accept their sexual nature for what it is, and to be themselves. 
Oscar Wilde. Was it? No, but who's counting? And why have I suddenly become voter? Ah, well, you weren't listening, were you? Yes, I was. But I have no idea what they were talking about. So which bit didn't you follow? I thought I was Jupiter. How come she's calling me Vota? Oh, well, you still are Jupiter. But now she's decided it was Jack's idea that the whole show had turned into the ring. What's the ring? Like Lord of the Rings? No, it's a bunch of operas by Wagner. Aggie told me about it. Heavy stuff. Yeah, but she thinks Jack wanted to refer to the ring cycle. And she's taken it into her head that she's playing the lead part. In this ring cycle thing? Yeah. And what's her name? Brunhilde. So how does that make me vote her? Oh, he's Brunhilde's father. Father? Right. Oh, that's all right then. She's not going to make a play for me after all, like Aggie said. Just because he's her father doesn't mean a thing in Wagnerian opera. There's incest going on all over the place. Incest? Yeah, there's a lot of that. Just make sure she keeps calling you Votan. When she's ready to move in for the kill, she's more likely to start calling you Siegfried. Remember the name? Siegfried. That's the warning sign. Who the hell is Siegfried? Brunhilde's husband. Right, I see. And her brother. Well, maybe I don't see. Never mind, just keep your eyes open, because she's coming this way. This way. Ah, there you are, darling. Hello, Eva. Where have you been hiding? Hiding? I'm sure you've been trying to hide from your little Eva. No, not at all. Naughty boy. We need to rehearse, you know. It's so difficult to play our seduction scene without deep understanding of each other's psyche, of each other's deepest needs, fundamental primeval desires, don't you think? Uh, 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 yes, uh, of course. I'm glad you agree. We must discuss this in greater depth, you know. When shall we get together? Well, well, well I'm terribly busy at the moment, what with work and with Sharon still being in the hospital. Ah, and, uh, yes, Sharon. Oh, dear. Jack told me. Shall we be there long? A little while yet, they say. Oh, you must be so distraught. So alone. Yeah. It's uh, very hard being on your own. Oh, I know. I know. Perhaps we could keep each other company and rehearse at the same time. Uh, uh... Oh, well, then it's agreed. I'll pop round to your place. Pop round? Yes, I know where you live. You do? Yes, yes, Jack told me. He tells me everything. But why? Because he's my brother, silly. What? My brother. Didn't you know? No, I... Uh, see you later, mighty Votan. Uh, Votan, <laughs> oh, yes. Or should I say, Siegfried. Bianca, uh, uh, Did she hear that? She called me Liebchen. What's that? I don't know. Is it worse than Siegfried? Sounds like it to me, mate. Just make sure you don't find yourself alone with her. She knows where I live. She said she's coming round. Well, I was stupid, giving her your address. I didn't. Well, then how does she know? Uh, she's been stalking you. No, no, Jack gave her my address. Why? He's her brother. What? Her brother. So that's it. Well, that explains everything. Who else knows? I don't know. Well, we'd better tell Aggie. Right. Why? Well, she needs to know why Jack is behaving like he is. You think she doesn't already know? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I see. Oh, God, why me? Uh, look, 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 don't panic. Just don't go home. You can stay with me. Right, good idea. Don't just stand there. Come on.
episode of Prima Donna, a comedy by yours truly, Nigel Holloway, performed by the Concept Players Theatre Company. Prima Donna is one of a series of comedies about the off-the-wall theatre company. If you want to find out more information about them, or to download the other podcasts in the series, you can visit their website at www.off-the-wall-plays.co.uk. Thank you.